Radical. Welcome to this week's episode of the Print on Demand cast. Each week, join the gnarly Travis and Josiah as they provide insight into the print on demand industry and equip you with the totally tubular tools, advice, and strategies you need to achieve success and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Now, on to this week's totally tubular show. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Print on Demand cast. If you're a first time listener, welcome. If you're a multiple time listener, welcome back to the Print on Demand cast. We are here live. Uh, you know, it's a Monday, the, the 12th of December. Um, mm-hmm. And Travis, how are you? We got on the phone <laughs> or on the call, and your Wi Fi was acting a fool. And sure things was. Were, were going crazy. And it seemed like it was a fairly busy day over there at. Uh, MYMD <laughs> headquarters. So fill yeah. us in. How is your Monday treating you? Uh, well, this is probably the busiest Monday of the year for uh, <laughs> a fulfillment company. Um, you know, maybe we should have worked on Saturday. I don't know, but we didn't. So here yeah. we are. Um, we, we're probably going to do some overtime this week, but I think I, I think we walked into like 1500 orders or something like that. And that's not units, that's orders. (laughs) So a lot of those are two, three, four, 10, you know, items. And yeah, exactly. So um, (laughs) it was quite the day here. Um, A lot of, and then, so we had a massive stack of DTG orders and about one o'clock our DTG guy um, had to go pick up a sick kid. So he'll be back tomorrow, but he was gone half the day. So it kind of one less person, you know, and um, if those printers aren't printing every second, if those mug presses aren't pressing every second, it's just getting us further and further behind. So, yeah. um, So, yeah, it was uh, a little bit stressful today trying to make sure that everybody understood (laughs) the importance. The severity of of what's happening. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So a little stressful, but that's okay. It was, yeah. it was a, it was a good, I mean, I'm glad I'm thankful to have that many orders. That's sure. You know, it's a good problem to have, right? It's a good problem to have for sure. What, yeah, yeah. We just got to get through it and uh, get to our uh, four day Christmas break when it's like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That's, that's gonna right. Be awesome. Yeah. I <laughs> am looking forward to that as well. That's going to be mm-hmm. a, a nice respite as yeah. it were. How was your trip to Germany? Man, it was um, pretty incredible, actually. I, if anyone's listening, if of course people are listening, what am I saying? For those of you listening, if you have ever thought about, you know, should I go visit Germany? Um, I would highly recommend uh, Heidelberg. Um, in the we went to Strasbourg in France. Um, I had no grid or nothing to to kind of um, expect, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. as to what I was getting myself into. Uh, and so it was incredible. The architecture is is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much history. Um, you can see here, this is like the entrance to one of the bridges in Heidelberg here. Mm-hmm. That overlooks the entire river that it's on, which is like, you know, this shot here and that's Heidelberg and then the mountains. And, and it's just, it's incredibly beautiful. Um, and it's crazy to go somewhere where everything is historic. It's, it was like, mm-hmm. he'd be like walking down the yeah. street and someone, he, you know, our guide whose name was Andreas, he was like, 
So this building was owned by the most rich uh, uh, textile worker, like fabrics. And so he had his house here and it's like a massive building, right? It's It doesn't even look like a, a normal person's home. And then the building to the left was like owned by the then sitting prince's sister's friend and all of it. You know, it's just like, it's Crazy wild stuff. to see yeah. how much how much history is there. Um, you know, I'd have to say my my favorite building my it was in in Strasbourg. Um, just seeing the uh, Notre Dame Cathedral that's there. It's all Gothic architecture. Hmm. It's 492 feet at the top of the spire here. Um, wow, absolutely incredible um front to finish so first time in europe the first night we got there was very jet lagged or eight hours ahead of us and so flew through the night i can't sleep on a plane and i didn't for the entire nine and a half hours of wow. flight or the ten and a half hours flying back <laughs> couldn't sleep um so i will say we had five guys burgers and fries more times in germany than i have in longmont in the last year because they're <laughs> like in every town in germany and it's uber eats is a, is a thing over there also mm-hmm so we landed and just needed food because we were hungry and we were tired and five guys is something that I could know what I was ordering on German right. Uber Eats. Cause it's all in German. I have no way to decipher this menu, but I know <laughs> what a cheeseburger looks like. And I know that those are fries. <laughs> you know, so, so, um, but yeah, it, it was awesome. And it was also cool to see, you know, the company that Madeline works for, um, and meet some of the people in, in the higher ups and, mm-hmm. and kind of get a better grid for, exactly what that company is um and what they're you know all the people that are involved so um i think my favorite thing was you the food over there um is so much more clean even like i had a pizza and i had burgers and the beer you have a pizza here and you feel like crap like you know in the next 30 minutes especially that night the next morning wasn't a thing there felt fine the beer did not make me feel bloated or gross i mean it was like well, that just means you didn't have enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you talk to like foreign exchange students that are coming over from those countries and they eat the way they ate at home when they're here and they gain 15, 20 pounds. And then they go back mm. home and they lose that weight because the food is just, there's not as many additives and all this other stuff that you know is, is in our food here. So, um, but yeah, next year the trip is, uh, the incentive trip is to Scotland, so hopefully we'll be able to Ooh. to get over to Scotland and uh, try all of the scotches <laughs> that Scotland has to offer. Yes, um, I'm coming with you. Put me in your suitcase. All right. Well, hey, I'm telling you, you know, uh, my sisters, uh, after seeing this trip, were like, so how many students does Madeline have to place to get this trip? And we told them, it's like, well, how can we help her sell eight for us how, <laughs> so we can go on the trip? So we're like, hey, if you want to, if you want to help place people, come on the trip. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was, man, it was it was a good time overall, and uh, I would definitely definitely go back. So it was good. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So, well, that's yeah, a we've lot got of a, waffle. That's a, that is a lot of waffle. That's okay though. Waffles. The, yeah, it's a huge. This thing. show is actually going to be really long though. In yeah, fact, it is. In fact, we didn't even get to the magic questions with our guest no, because it was so good. I'm not kidding, guys. This yeah, was this, one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, I, I think um, for those of you that are listening, I mean, you probably tell by the title, um, but we, you know, we had a good friend of ours, Luke Humbrecht, on for the interview, and I don't really even want to touch on it heading into it because there's so much there that I want you to discover. You know, having you just go in there blind as it were the no grid right. but it's going to be incredible 
and I think it's going to be so helpful um, for for everybody listening. Um, so with that being said, I think we should just get right to it and Let's go to this week's main event, our interview with Luke Humbrack. Ladies and gentlemen, the main event. All right, Travis, super excited about uh, the interview we have today with uh, someone that we've talked about getting on the show multiple times, <laughs> and it's finally happening. Someone you and I both know we're talking about Luke Humbrecht of VoiceCraft. Now, for those listening, here's a little bit about Luke you need to know. Uh, Luke Humbrecht is a Colorado-based copywriter and story brand certified guide. Too many businesses and nonprofits are getting tuned out in a noisy world. Luke's company, VoiceCraft, helps them craft a marketing message that captures people's attention. And don't worry for those listening, we're going to get into everything that we just talked about in that intro <laughs> in more detail. Uh, so we're going to bring on the man with the knowledge, the golden nuggets, Mr. Luke Humbrecht. How are you, man? Thank you hey. so much for, uh, for coming on the show finally. Yeah, good to be here, guys. So excited to be on the, the Print on Demand podcast today. What a privilege. Yes. Yeah, for um, a little bit of uh, history with Luke, obviously both Josiah and I know Luke, but yep. back when we were doing the Rocky Mountain Reseller Conference, Luke was actually one of our um, kind of main speakers. Uh, yeah. And he was, again, talking about story brand back then uh, several years ago. So we knew we had to get him on the show to talk about story brand and how it relates or how it can relate yep. to print on demand. So before we do that though, Luke, why don't you kind of give us a, a little history into like, how did you find your way into story brand? Right. Yeah. It's a great question. Um, not, not quite a traditional pathway, so to speak. <laughs> um, I, I never grew up wanting to be a marketer or copywriter, uh, but from a young age, uh, I was always captivated by men and women who, when they spoke, they got up and held a microphone from a public speaking perspective. Right? Yeah, I grew up in church world, so watching preachers who could take complicated ideas and then just very clearly communicate them, I was captivated by that. And uh, later on, I, I became a preacher myself and a pastor, but... Um, I, I started to fall in love with the process of helping people that were trying to communicate something, um, mm -hmm. figure out how to say it more simply and more clearly. Uh, and, I, and I realized that there's a lot of people, both in the nonprofit world and in the business world, who are who have something valuable to offer, um, but when they go to talk about it, they just don't have the you know they don't have a framework or the tools with which to be able to clearly describe what they do. So they, they're amazing at what they do. It's just, they can't talk about what they do and it's not their fault. Um, that's not why they're the best at what they do. So I, I've, I've found it just a great passion of mine to, um, to help business leaders or business owners slash nonprofit leaders um, get those, get the language that they're searching for. And along the way, I, I became acquainted with a, the whole process called story brand and what it is, it's a methodology or framework mm -hmm. really does what we're talking about. Um, it is created by Donald Miller, but basically the, the, the big idea is that every marketing message really has to tap into the seven elements of a good story. If it's going to be understood and action is going to be taken. And so um, this, this whole seven part, framework it's it's actually really easy to learn um and once you see it you can't unsee it that's the best part of it like once you learn it 
everything you do it will be transformed. And, uh, and so it's been fun to walk so many businesses and leaders through this frame, framework over the years. That's cool. So I remember when you were kind of getting certified as a story brand trainer, you actually had to go away and like, there's like a whole process to this thing. It's not like take a course and check some boxes online and get <laughs> download your certificate. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I, it was back actually in 2017. I went out about this time of year. Um, so it was about five, five years ago. Um, I went out to Nashville for about a week and spent time with their team. And, uh, and yeah, there is a lot of, you know, they, they teach you the framework. Um, and so there's a lot of learning associated with that. But while we were there, we actually had to develop some marketing stuff. And it was like live reviewed by Donald Miller and some of the other guys. Oh, and they mm. critiqued you in front of hundreds of people. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> and, and if it wasn't good, then they didn't certify you. And so uh, fortunately, um, uh, fortunately, it was a good process and it was fun. It was definitely nerve wracking. Um, yeah. I, I lost a lot of body weight and just sweat. <laughs> the last few days. Um, but you know, it's an experience I'll never forget. So, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that's awesome. I think uh, Travis and I have talked about this on the show a lot that everything that we see, everything we do, it's all driven by story, whether it's a movie you're watching, whether it's, a news article, there's a narrative, there's a story being told and everything that is put in front of us. So what you're, what story brand is my impression. You can of course chime in on this cause you're the certified guide is, is helping take that that's already existing. The storytelling that's, that's evident everywhere and helping you retool it to market your message that you're trying to get across, whether you are doing a nonprofit or in our case for those listening, selling t-shirts or selling uh physical products right yeah yeah absolutely um we're all we're all using words to describe what we do it's just some words are better than other words and yeah. the reality is it doesn't matter how pretty your website is um people actually only take action when they read or hear words that move them to action sure um, and that's, I mean, that's really the long and the short of it is we're all trying to say something. Um, and so a lot of companies spend a lot of money on the creative part of it, like how flashy or, you know, getting the right color profiles and the branding yeah. part of it. And branding is definitely like, it's its own discipline and its own part of the marketing ecosystem. Um, but when it comes to messaging and copywriting, uh, it's, it's critical that we fight for the right words to describe what we're doing in the with the, the, the fewest amount of words possible to activate somebody's brain. And, and the reality is just like you said, like our brains are wired to enter into a story. Um, it's just mm -hmm. like uh, we spend about 30% of our day daydreaming. Um, mm -hmm. And anytime, um, like if you're sitting through a meeting that's boring or you're, you know, or you're reading a book that's not you're not into, or you're having to do something that you're not, it's not really accessing you, your mind just clicks into story. It starts telling, it starts imagining what life could be like, or you know, it just goes somewhere else. And yet you can sit through a three-hour film, Lord of the Rings, and never once does your brain wander because your your brain actually goes into a narrative story and you imagine your life as if it's Bilbo Baggins or whoever yeah. the character <laughs> is. And you actually like you're living as if you're them. And so that's what even in marketing, 
when we use in simple ways some of the elements of story, uh, it actually helps people imagine their lives in in a new kind of way. So, uh, and 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 that's what our brains are wired to do. So, yeah, awesome. that's super interesting. Um, and I I geek out on this stuff. I love it when you start talking about this stuff, man. Um, <laughs> it's always so much fun. Let's so let's kind of um, let's dig in a little bit more, and that's let's. Yeah. Why don't you take us through uh, those seven elements uh, of a good story so we can kind of, and then maybe give us some examples along the way um, of how that relates to our marketing. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, one of the first steps to, to take uh, in the story brand process is we have to create what we call a brand script. And what it is, is we got to mm -hmm. make sure we got seven different elements clearly defined um, in a cohesive way. And so, Every story essentially starts with a character, a main character, uh, the hero of the journey. Um, and and, and the, the reality is that hero is not your business. Um, it's <laughs> that you are trying to <laughs> communicate with. And, um, and the reason they got to you is because they have a core desire. And so one of the first principles is you have to be able to name that character. And some marketing speak, it's your avatar, you know, it's mm -hmm. that person that you're trying to reach, but you got to really get clear on what is it that they want in relationship to what you have. Um, and so once you got, you know, your character defined and what they really want, then you have to uh, really the next step is to identify the problems that they're facing. So every movie, every book you read, it doesn't actually really, um, the story doesn't start until there's a problem. Um, and that's why in any movie, uh, if there's not a problem, a significant problem in the first 10 minutes, you're, you're daydreaming um, because nobody shows up you know, to see, you know, somebody uh, have a life that just goes great for two hours. Um, <laughs> it's a boring movie. Like everything goes well, you know, you're, you got accepted to the job. You're just, your marriage is great. You know? Yeah. Um, you're, you're not, there's no threats on your life. It's like, that's just not, you don't want to sit through that. So we like drama. And so the second principle really is we have to identify what is the problem the character's facing. Um, and so let's take, for instance, if it print on demand business and, and uh, they, they've been scrapping their brain, the, the character really wants a gift for that birthday party and they've been scrapping their brain. They can't figure out what to do, you know? And so the, the problem the, the core desire is I'm looking for the best gift for this birthday party I'm going to. But, but the problem is everything is cookie cutter in the store and it mm -hmm. just doesn't stand out. So that's a problem, right? And it makes you feel like I don't want to be that kind of person. So there's an external problem. There's an internal problem that makes you feel like this. I, I'm, this is just going to be another ignorable gift. And mm -hmm. I'm going to waste my money and it's going to be forgotten within three days. Right. So that's an internal problem, an external problem. And so we have to kind of identify those problems. There's really three levels of problems, but that's, that kind of gets us through the thing right now. So character problem. And then the thing is in a story, a character can never actually solve their own problems. They have to meet another kind of character in a story called a guide. And that's where your business comes in. So whether it's a print-on-demand business or you go to create some other businesses, you just have to understand that you are you are there because you're the guide. You're there to help them solve this problem that they're having and to make it easy for them. Um, the best example of that is going to be to take the hero's journey captured in Star Wars. You have Luke Skywalker who doesn't know. He wants to be a Jedi, but he doesn't know if he can do it. 
Uh, he doesn't know if he has what it takes. And he couldn't, he didn't just self-improve himself into a better story. He had to meet another character called Yoda that actually was yeah. able to train him and give mm -hmm. him the tools and say, here's the path forward. And, and while that's kind of a dramatic example, given some of our businesses, I mean, that's, that's the idea of your business is the Yoda um, and you have developed the processes and the, you know, the techniques and, you know, the catalog yeah. or whatever it is, the products to be able to help the hero get what they want. So, mm -hmm. so character, the problem guide is the third step. And then the guide calls them or the guide gives them a plan. Um, and, uh, and usually what that is, is you're just going to lay out the best way to think about it is a three-step process of here's how to get started. Um, and so, you know, with, certainly with, with, with print on demand, uh, you know, a, a good plan would be, listen, first step is, you know, design your product using our, our online tool. It's completely free. It'll take you 15 minutes. Um, from there, we're going, our team is going to be hard at work to get this thing printed on the best possible garments. So that's step two. Step three is we're going to ship this thing to your door in less than 10 days. You know, and what it is is you're creating a visual roadmap of what it looks like to get to success. Um, so that would be a that would be an example of a plan, how a guide invites a hero into a, a plan, and then a call to action is what do you have to do to get started? Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. launch the project now or start your start customizing your design right now. Um, and that's got to be very clear, especially if you have a, a website. Um, with a custom, you know, maybe a customizable tool or whatever, just put that right at the top, you know, start customizing now or whatever, mm -hmm. design your shirt now um, yeah. and a, a bright colored button. They just have to know exactly what to do for their first step, right? Mm -hmm. Don't make them go look for it. So right. that would be, you know, step uh, five is the call to action. But then step six and seven are really similar. Every story has stakes to it. And so, a story is always going to end in either failure or success. Um, and so either you're going to save the whole Jedi race, you know, or, you know, you're going to, you know, destroy the Death Star or you're all going to, you know, you're all going to die, you know, or whatever that is. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if you buy our shirts, you'll avoid death. No, no, um, no it, it wouldn't go like that, obviously, um, you know, but success is. Just imagine giving your friend that gift with you know the glow in their eyes and you know the inside joke printed on a shirt that they'll never forget. You know, yeah. um, mm -hmm. so you have to create a picture of what success is going to look like, and then failure basically is you, you hint at what could go wrong. Like, listen, you don't, uh, you know, don't uh, don't show up to the birthday party with with the gift that's going to be forgotten. You know, that mm -hmm. kind of right? And what it is, it's just you're just teasing out. Yeah, you don't want that. You don't. Here's what you're going to avoid, but here's what you're going to get, and that's failure and success. And so, that's you know that's the whole framework. There's obviously more to it, and I help businesses you know map that out for their business. Um, but you can kind of see how all the parts work together, and it's really fun yeah. when it all comes together. Hmm. That's interesting. That's really I love I love the simplicity of that. I also think like. Um, how many story brand guides have used that? I mean, of course you're using story brand in your marketing by, you know, saying, Hey, you know, your web, your website could be, you know, incredible and you could sell all of these products, or you could just be like every other website because, you know, there's that, uh, 
the winning and the losing kind of this, the, the sixth and seventh steps um, right. that, I mean, it's, it's so obvious and we see it all the time. I mean, it's you not see just it everywhere. In, I mean, you yeah. see it in everything, uh, every kind of ad or marketing mm-hmm. um, you experience. Now there's another, there's really like another part of it. Um, that's mm-hmm. not one of the steps, but it's also very important. It's, it's called the character transformation. And, and uh, in every story, the, the main character transforms into a different kind of person by the end of the story. Mm-hmm. So there's the content of the story, but there's the kind of person you become at the end, you know, and that's really fun when you start um, looking at that, um, you know, and we could look at a lot of brands. You take like Coca-Cola, you become a happier, more fun loving social person. That's always at parties somehow. Yeah. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, or, or Apple, you you know, you become this persona, a kind of person who's more creative and yeah, and smarter and mm-hmm. just minimalist and sleeker than everybody else, you know, and yeah. uh, and certainly that's more in the branding category. It's not always explicitly said, but mm-hmm. it's it's funny how we actually become different kinds of people when we encounter brands or messages that invite us to do so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes me think of Snickers. Snickers just outright says you're not yourself when you're hungry. So Snickers helps you right. be your best self, your real self. Right. All right. you need is that chocolate bar and you're mm-hmm. set straight. You're recalibrated. So. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. And you th- it, it's really funny because when you really dig into it, um, some of the most popular brands, they're promising things that they, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if they can actually deliver, but it doesn't matter because people do it anyways. And so. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Coca-Cola is it's sugar water. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, but somehow you are going to be a happy, you're going to enjoy life yeah. with our sugar water. Um, and uh, it, it sounds weird when you say it like that, but like we don't even second guess it when you when you watch it commercially. You just, of course, Coca-Cola yeah. means happiness. Yeah. That's what that means. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that, you know, that takes it a little bit different direction, but you can kind of see how, how it all comes together. Yeah, it's interesting because different uh, different kind of branding slogans, it seems, will use different parts or different elements of those seven. El- like I'm, yeah. I'm reminded of like uh, Granger. Well, I hear it on the radio. Granger for the ones who get it done. And right. so they're like giving you your identity. Oh, I'm a, I'm one of those guys, you know, and uh, they oh, can yeah. build their whole branding around just one part of the one of those elements. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's. Uh, what's the insurance company? Um, is it Aflac? What's their thing? It's like the, the uh, duck. Yeah. Uh, is it like I think it's like save fifteen percent on car insurance. Oh, oh Geico? Geico. Yeah. Or it's yeah. Geico. Geico. Yeah. 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 And their whole thing is just about the the call to action. You know, like, you know, call us and and you'll save this you know, or something like that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it, I mean, it's it's all about making that just very clear and very simple to remember. And, uh, right. and so you're totally right. A lot of brands will take one part of the full brand script and go all in on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and it, it can work just depending on what kind of business you have. Yeah. It'd be, I think it'd be a fun exercise to, you know, take famous slogans that we all know and see if we can identify what one of the seven elements they're actually trying to target. That would be, that would be <laughs> super fun. Uh, yeah. Nike, just do it. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> oh, just do it. It's it's that's yeah. completely aspirational identity. Yeah. Um, and so it's the type of person you're becoming. You're an active person. You get things done. You at you know you you move into action, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and you associate that. Just do it. It's just yeah. it's like a 
it, it appeals to the type of person you really want to become at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's wild there's another one gerber knives um they have this great commercial if you search for it um i think it's called here comes trouble and the whole thing um or is, is it here comes trouble something like that um but the whole thing is this all of these scenes of men using their gerber knives to like cut rope and you know, and like they're lassoing things and they're fishing and they're like pulling logs and, and, you know, just using knives for all of these different like applications. And by the end of it, you're like, it's so clear that like what makes a man is owning a Gerber knife. Right. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and it's for men who want to get dirty and get in trouble and live like this active adventurous life. <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah. it's pretty amazing how by the end of the commercial, like get me three of those, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, and are you going to use it to do any of those things? Probably not. You're probably no. going to use it to like open or just like grass break, seed, break down know, cardboard you know. boxes, cardboard boxes from Ikea. But yeah, I'm gonna I, feel like a real I'm on, man as I'm on YouTube and I searched Gerber commercials and the head, the caption is the manliest commercial ever. So someone oh. uploaded it basically saying like, this is the epitome of testosterone driven life. Like this is it. Yeah, <laughs> this is it. And you're totally right. We're just card cutting down cardboard. Most of us, but, but yeah. it, but the, I mean, the whole thing was it appealed to the type of person that we aspire to be, which is one of the deepest human needs. Now, right. you know, a lot of our marketing won't, won't require that level of intensity. You know, we, sure. just, we can just stick to the bullet points of like the seven parts of a, of a good story and we'll be just mm -hmm. fine. But it, th that water goes really deep when you get into it. Yeah. It's like, they've really kind of nailed their avatar or, you know, the, oh, yeah. that type, this is the type, like, I mean, there's probably a lot of people, uh, well, I mean, I, I don't want to be sexist, but like a woman watching that Gerber commercial probably isn't going to have the same reaction as a guy, you know, uh, because right. that's not their avatar and they've really yeah. kind of dialed it's that in. It's not their character. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. not their character. Right. Yeah. 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 So Gerber positions themselves as a guide to men who want to, um, you know, who, who do have this inner desire to live a certain kind of life. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and so somehow yeah. they position themselves in that way of, hey, we're here for you and we're going to help you access this kind of life as right. you use our knives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> it, it makes me think for, for like for women, I think of the, the Maybelline slogan. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's right? Maybelline suggesting like that natural beauty. Well, you can get it with our makeup. It could be right. natural beauty, but it's it's a probably our makeup. So if you want to look naturally beautiful, <laughs> buy our makeup. <laughs> mm -hmm. That will, you know. So it's just it's crazy when you start reading in between the lines of what they're actually inferring by some of these slogans. Yeah, for sure. Um, to see oh, exactly yeah. what they're wanting you to feel, or uh, you know, a lot of people I don't think even, and it's subconscious. You don't think of the emotion that it invokes in you when you hear certain things or certain slogans. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and I would I would clarify one thing, too. Um, a lot of businesses try to put a lot of money into branding and finding like taglines like that. Yeah. You know, so, you, mm -hmm. you know, a print on demand business and you come up with a tagline, just do it, you know, or whatever. It's like it, it's probably not necessary when you're a small business to do anything sure. as it relates to branding. Branding is about 
frequency of interaction. So you, you, you know, like major brands that become household staples, they can get into marketing that doesn't revolve around a lot of messaging. Um, mm-hmm. They can just kind of position themselves as like a constant in your home, but with, you know, you know, just evoking feelings, you know, and as aspirational identity, like we're saying, I think, you know, for the most part though, with small businesses, um, it's not wise to invest a ton of money into branding and all the feeling stuff of it quite yet. It's better to get the copywriting, the messaging in place. So you're clear because a lot of that's the, that's one of the mistakes a lot of businesses make is they, they're trying to set themselves apart from the pack um, and, and from their competitors, which, which certainly in time that's okay to do. But what w- what wins at the end of the day, nine times out of 10 is clarity over creativity when it comes mm-hmm. to marketing. And so if people don't understand what you're offering them within a few seconds and how it, and how you intend to invite them into a better kind of story or a picture of success, they are going to go somewhere else. Um, mm, sure. And they will, they will do business with, somebody that is more clear over the one who is more creative probably mm-hmm. so hmm. wow well in anticipation of having you on the show luke um we posted in our facebook group uh and just kind of said hey does anybody want a, a free shop review <laughs> uh, online yeah. um because you were you were like hey let's maybe we could look at a site or two and yeah and see if there's some things that um we could take kind of see it through the lens of story brand so uh, we're going to do uh, a couple here. Um, Which first one, one do we want to do first? Let's let's do John. So uh, okay. John, he's a you remember John from a couple yeah, ep- yeah a couple episodes yep. ago. Um, he's the graphic hive, uh, but they have an actual um, t-shirt store called QuickerTees.com. Josiah is going to, so if, guys, you want to definitely check this out uh, either on YouTube or on Spotify yeah. so you can kind of see what we're talking about right. here. We'll do our best to explain it in an audio way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but go ahead, Luke. So we're looking at the graphic hive. It's got yeah. graphic hive in the corner, um, but it's, it's actually quickertees.com. Right. Right. Yeah. So this is, this is a great example. Um, you know, it's, it's obviously this company is owned by graphic designers, the colors are sharp, um, photos are great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so it's interesting when we start taking like a clear story branded message and apply it to a website, there's really a few considerations and I'll just walk through a couple bullet points. And so one of the first things we see in the header, let me just point out a couple really positive things. Um, in the header, uh, first of all, there's a great photo, you know, and so in every website and right in the top of the website, you run a, run a great what we call a hero photo. And that's usually a happy, smiling person using your product, you know, mm-hmm. uh, somebody that may, you see them and, and subconsciously you're thinking, I would love to be that person right now. Um, and now it doesn't have to be over the top. And obviously some stock photos get just way too, way too over the top. You want to find something natural. But one, one thing I love about this is that um, right at the top, there's a photo of a beautiful young woman wearing a uh, wearing a hoodie, obviously printed by the Graphic Hive, um, and it kind of uh, highlights that. So that's one plus positive of just the, the first thing I'm seeing. Uh, second thing, I, I know exactly what I'm supposed to do when I get to this page. There's a there's a big button right in the header that mm-hmm. says "Start Your Design," um, and it's a it's bright color. 
And uh, I think that's good. I think it would be better if it also had that on the top right. You really want that call to action both in the center of, of your header mm-hmm. of your site, but then also on the top right of your navigation, because that's part of how your eyes move across a website. You want your logo yeah. on the top left, a call to action in the top right, and then that call to action again right in the middle of that header. Um, and so those are a couple of positive things uh, on the site. Now, one thing I'm noticing from a from the actual words perspective, and again, words are one of the most important parts of a website, aside from the aesthetics. Um, there's a lot of words in the header. So uh, just to, uh, for people that are not watching this right now, it says this in the header, uh, need a shirt for a birthday party? Want to display your favorite photo wherever you go? Need a shirt or two for your business? Choose the Graphic Hive DTG solution. Now, um, it, I, you know, honestly, I think some of those phrases or you know those questions are actually good, but probably to use somewhere else on the site. Um, what you want in the header is just a big bold statement that says exactly what you're offering. Um, uh, and 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 again, you're hinting at how it's going to make them more successful. So probably what I would like to see uh, right at the top of the site um, is even something like this. Get the perfect custom shirt or hoodie for any occasion. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, something that just says what you're offering. Now, later on on the site, you can really hint the applications like birthday parties, team sports corporate events you know you can get into like ideas for how to sure but they just need to see when you get to the site you don't you have to really kind of under you don't know what they're offering you don't know it's a direct-to-garment uh printing you don't know it's a custom thing they're just kind they're asking a lot of questions but it's not clear and so i don't understand what it means and if i don't understand what it means in three to five seconds i'm gonna go find another direct-to-garment printer um that is easier to understand probably. So sure. Um, and yeah, any questions on that? So that's the header part there. No, that's great. Um, I mean, I remember when we were doing our, just our print on demand cast page and, and we, we did a, our little tagline is we make shows to help you make sales. And it was, you know, it's kind right. of, I right. was thinking along those same lines because we'd have previous conversations and things like that. And maybe that's not the best one, but it's it's better than four or five different sentences, you know, that kind of confuse the issue. It's more direct. It's more to the point. And so, totally. yeah, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, and, and again, depending on the kind of business, uh, you, you know, that that matters more. But I think just as a rule of thumb, top of the headset, the, the website, don't have a ton of words, have one crisp, clear statement. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what you're offering. And, and, and so, in fact, I, you know, you could do a title subtitle here. Um, you know, you could start with get the perfect custom shirt for any occasion or something like that. And maybe with the like a smaller subtitle, designed, printed, and shipped to your door in ten days or less, or something like that. Sure. I mean, that would really that would take it to that next level um, without stealing the show. So mm-hmm. now, uh, so that's the header part. I think going going below this, you know, the, on the site, they get to the examples pretty quick. Examples of the work, and I think that's going to be helpful. So you can see again people that are getting really creative with how they're using their product. I think this is where you could really highlight different uses 
you know, again, birthday parties, corporate events, um, team sports, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think even before the examples, though, there's there's a couple opportunities. Um, I, I would I would love to see just a few um, value propositions that really amp up the success. And so what that means is maybe like three blurbs across right underneath that header photo. And then you could have three blurbs that say something like stand out from the crowd, give an unforgettable gift, um, get custom apparel quickly or something like that. Yeah. Again, we just want to add value on like what we're trying to do. Um, and, and what success could look like. Right. Um, but then the other part too, I think a huge opportunity on the site, um, is to remind them of the problem that you're solving for them. Again, it's a character who wants something you've already told them what they're getting. So you've cut to the chase already, but you have maybe a few value propositions, a few blurbs that, that amp that up. But I think you could also add a, what we call a problem section. Um, Mm. and, and even if they don't think that you're, they're, just, they're, they're here for a t-shirt, right? So they might not be consciously aware that there's a problem that they're having, but you can remind them that there is a problem that they're having. Um, and it could just be a section that says, you know, only need a single custom shirt and not a bulk order of 50, you know, right. or, or tired of cookie cutter gift ideas, um, or, you know, need a quick turnaround, um, that's dependable or something like that. There, there's ways to kind of amp like, oh yeah, that's a problem that you can solve for me. I do need a quick turnaround or, uh, you know, I do need to get around these bulk order fees and you can solve that for me, um, in a, in a unique way. So, mm-hmm. so I think a problem that would just a panel that just asks a few of those questions. And again, it doesn't have to take up a lot of room, mm-hmm. but it's a, it's a way of saying we're, I'm, we're going to, we're a guide. We're going to help you overcome, uh, overcome these problems that you're facing and help you get some shirts that you just love. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I'm thinking we've already talked about the examples and maybe even amping those up a little bit, um, mm-hmm. or being know, more specific with them. Get more yeah. specific with them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and you could say simply something as simple as, you know, gifts for birthday parties, or you could get more descriptive. You could say you, you want to print that inside joke, um, on a shirt, uh, yeah. <laughs> see your friend's face on their 30th birthday. You know, you can get real specific with this stuff. And, and now you're imagining that scene. Like you see sure. it. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, what's powerful using visual language to talk about what that's like, you know, or being at the next sporting event and you're the only one with a different kind of shirt or hat or hoodie or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're, you're going to show your true fandom by standing out from the crowd. Mm, sure. You know, so now I'm imagining that, you know, I'm imagining what that would be like or how that could look or, you know, or at the next corporate event, um, you know, the next business event, you know, showcase your, your brand in a, in a unique way um, from, from your competitors or whatever. So yeah. I think you can get more specific and, and that helps them see, wow, there's a lot of different uses for print on demand that I could be just, you know, accessing those visuals. So um, and then, you know, and, and really, the, I think there's maybe two more sections. So we've talked about the header. We've talked about value propositions of three blurbs. We've talked about maybe a problem section. 
just talked about maybe getting more specific with the examples or uses. I would say uh, just two more things I would hit. One, a panel on the site that, that just says, how does it work? And this is where we talk about the plan. Mm -hmm. Okay. How does it work? Step one, design it yourself using our online tool. Step two, our print, you know, our team will print with the highest quality ink in Colorado or whatever. Yeah. Step three, yeah, um, get your shirt delivered in, in less than 10 days or whatever that is. And now yeah. you've created a visual roadmap and then you put another call to action button there that says start your design now. Um, and it just like, you're just, you're just always telling them what's the first, you know, what's my first step. And then mm -hmm. from there, where's it going to go? So that's what we call a plan section. Those are very effective on websites. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, and then I think if, if you're going to keep going on that, I think one way to set, set yourself apart from competitor competitors and even set yourself up more, even more importantly as a guide is the question, you know, like have a panel, what makes graphic hive so different, you know, or what makes us different than other print on demand? And, you know, and maybe there's one or two things, maybe it's, we use only the highest quality garments or our team is 100% uh, committed to, you know, customer support or whatever that mm -hmm. is. You might be able to highlight a few things, but you, you know, all these features, are not just bragging on yourself. You're talking about why that matters for the hero of the story. So we put sure. on the highest quality garments so that you can, you know, you know, so this shirt doesn't wear out in only three uses, you know, so, so you can wear this <laughs> shirt for years to come, you know, that kind of thing. So take yeah. it beyond the feature into helping them imagine why that's going to be good for them. You know, mm -hmm. our team is, uh, our, our team is 100% committed to your access, available 24-7. So any questions that you have, um, we'll be able to answer in a moment's notice. Um, right. There's just ways to, to kind of take it. So those are the main things on the site um, that I would say, if you're going to amp it up, that's what I would do. And I think you could do that to any site, those same things I just talked about. <laughs> you can apply those in different ways. Um, and I think it would be good. You know, I know a lot of print on demand is using not you know, using probably more Amazon or Etsy, but I, I do know the desire as well is to get customers to your own site to avoid different processing fees. And so sure. if you don't have a site, you should, you should probably get one and make sure it's in good shape. Um, so that when you drive traffic, <laughs> it, yeah. Ready to go. Yeah. yeah. So there was, uh, there was uh, one other person that reached out to me privately. So I'm not going to say his his name, but, um, he had a, uh, an Etsy store and I know a lot of the things that you do with brand with story brand yeah. are going to be more on like a Shopify or right. some type of external website, not necessarily right. a channel like you were just alluding to. Um, but we just pulled up, it's a, uh, it's a little leaf trading co. Yeah. And, um, it's a great job. You, yeah. You mentioned a couple things that, um, you might, uh, yeah, go ahead and just, I guess, Give us your thoughts. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, shop. it's interesting. You don't obviously you don't have quite as much flexibility um, on an Etsy shop, but that doesn't mean you don't have any flexibility. One of the things I like about this page is in the header. Um, you know, it's got the logo. It's got an example. You know, the photo is is a bunch of the shirts, which is great. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I like that they have a description too of what kinds of shirts they're selling. So in this on this particular photo, it says outdoors, camping, and craft beer. 
apparel. So if you sh- if you showed up at this Etsy site, you know exactly what kinds of shirts they're going to be offering. We yeah, offer right. outdoors, camping, and craft beer apparel. You know, you don't have to go scroll through all their product to figure out, you know, uh, what the tone or, you know, like what kinds of things they're offering. This is exactly what they're offering. So that, that's a really good example of you can still use that sharp, crisp, clear line right in the header of your Etsy shop. Um, just bake it right into the photo, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and there's a few other, you know, interesting things with Etsy. There's this announcement section. So you can talk about deals that you're offering. Um, you could amp up any other special features or special shirts that you're offering or limited time offers, um, which is definitely a good place uh, to do that. You know, if people read more, um, they can they can go get um you know, more information about what you're offering. And you can certainly use that to describe the products or describe what kind of shirts that you're offering or what kind of printing process uh, that you're offering. Um, and and uh, you could do that here in the announcement section or, you know, certainly when you click on a shirt, uh, when you click on a product, uh, anything here, you have a chance to describe the product. And I think the description is a huge um a huge opportunity i mean i'm guessing with shirts most people buy the shirt simply based on design but it, it would be nice to be able to highlight other features like 10 mm-hmm. percent of profits go to you know child, children in uganda or you know every garment was handmade by um you know by, by handmade in america or by women in indonesia or whatever you know like you know fair trade sustainable that kind of stuff um mm-hmm you can uh you can you can mention other features like that that take take it beyond just the design of the garment into uh features that are going to help that person feel better about their purchase you know they want to be the kind of person who purchases responsible products for instance and so the description is a good place to talk about um those kinds of things um i one of the things i like about this site as well is in the description the thumbnails some of the shirts this is really good actually some of the shirt designs um, have a it has a little banner that says free digital print with t-shirt mm-hmm. and i love that um just those five words or six words or whatever that is um it amps it up so when you see the shirt and then you also see that line free digital print with t-shirt all of a sudden it, it snaps. You're adding more value, first of all. But second of all, using five words, now they know that if they like the design, they can take that digital print and put it on anything they want. Um, they can use that print and and, and, uh, and use it in other applications as well. And so they, they did that right on the thumbnail. And I think that was smart. Um, and I think you could do that. You could put lots of like messages like that to really amp up the value of the, of the shirt. So mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's a few cool. things that come to mind. Certainly, there's probably more uh, more messaging opportunities on an Etsy shop, but I think I think this particular site's doing a great job, um, and uh, um, I think there's a lot others could learn from this. Nice, very cool. Well, thanks, Luke, for uh, for doing that. That um, I think that brought a lot of value to. Uh, people who are going to watch this later and uh, or even listen to it because I think yeah. we were able to kind of communicate right. without being ha- without having to have the visual. But um, 
yeah, there was a lot of really good, interesting things. And, and you could, uh, you can really kind of see how story brand is a part of those decisions and right. the different, and those seven elements were kind of baked into each of those little sections that you were talking about on right. the first website and yeah. um, how you can kind of uh, take somebody into that story, bring them into that story and be their yeah. guide um, yeah. and let them be the hero of that story. It's really, really yeah, and honestly, And honestly, it, it just makes marketing fun again. Um, yeah. Marketing is just a pain um, <laughs> when you're just trying to figure out what to say or yeah. what do I put on the site? So the, the cool thing about this kind of stuff is it actually puts some fun back into it. It makes it enjoyable because you get to experience it as if you were a character entering into a story. And, uh, mm. and it really does open up some, a lot of creative possibilities. And so, um, yeah, hopefully yeah. that's helpful. Yeah, it, yeah I definitely think it is. Um, so Luke, what if people want to like, uh, reach out to you and and maybe yeah. even use use your services. Um, how would they how would they go about getting a hold of you? Uh, you can write me a letter. Um, nice. I'll give you my address. Put it, put it into <laughs> the mail. Snail mail. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, yeah. So so uh, it's a great question. So my uh, my website is voicecraft.net. But let me just explain something that would be a really valuable thing I think for listeners of the show. So talked about the story brand process process and the seven parts that you're, you're going to need for effective and clear marketing. Um, uh, and, and then what you would do after you get that message, that story branded message is you really have to apply it in about five different places. And it's what we would call a sales funnel. Um, and every business needs a sales funnel. Um, every business needs a way to both attract new clients and 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 retain them and and grow yeah, an email yeah. list that you actually own the email list, um, email is still king when it comes to marketing and so, yeah. um, you know the the five elements, uh, five core elements of a sales funnel. Is, first of all, start with the foundation of that that story brand brand script. Then you got to develop a one liner, which is just a, a a crisp, clear way that you talk about your business and yeah. what you're doing. Um, when somebody asks you in an elevator or a cocktail party um, in a way that positions you as a guide and not the hero. Um, and so you need a one-liner. You need, you got to learn how to apply the, the story to your website. Then on your website, you're going to need a way to collect email addresses to give away. You, you want to give away what we would call like a lead generating PDF. And so, yeah. it, or, or just have something valuable to give away in exchange for an email address. Certainly that could be as simple as, um, you know, we'll give you 15% off your first order. If you, you know, put your, put your email in here, that's maybe the lowest hanging fruit. Um, but, but it could go beyond that. Um, I could see, uh, developing a catalog of sorts. Here's, here's 25, uh, uh, of the hottest, you know, gift ideas that you can customize for your next event. Um, you know, just give us your email. We're going to send you this free guide or something like that. And so it would just have to be a captivating title title. It's got to be worth an email address. And so right. whatever that means for you, that's, that's the cost of admission. Um, but to have something to give away. And then once you have their email to have to design, you know, five or six follow-up emails that might highlight different product uses or customization options that they haven't thought of yet. 
uh, and you're just inviting them to just keep coming back. So you stick with them, send them an email about every you know few days for the first week, w- mm-hmm. week or two. But then, but but then ultimately, it could turn into a uh, just a just imagine an email that just goes out once a week that highlights a product, a new kind of product, and how one customer, a client, is you know uh, experiencing great joy with that product. So those those elements uh, uh, the story brand message one-liner website lead generating pdf or download into an email sequence and what that does is it walks and you're able to stay with the customer client for the journey now hmm. you might be wondering how your marketing funnel stacks up um and if and what the gaps are in your marketing funnel so that was a long setup to just uh, send you to a specific link. If you go to voicecraft.net slash report, you can take a free 10 minute assessment. That's going to walk you through some questions relating to your current marketing efforts. And what it's going to do is generate, uh, it's going to generate a report for you completely customized around your business. Um, that's going to talk about your strengths in your sales funnel. And then the weaknesses of your sales funnel and tell you what, mm-hmm. you, what you need to do to strengthen it up. So you can mm-hmm. actually, build your business and have a really strong um, marketing and messaging plan. And then once you have that customized report, I can help you put any of those things uh, in order in your business. Um, And certainly there's other things I can do, but I feel like that's, if you do nothing else, go to voicecraft.net slash report and, um, and at least find out if you have a good marketing plan or one that could use some, some help. Awesome. Awesome. And we'll put that link in uh, in the show notes as well for you, those of you listening so you can find it easily. Um, but yeah, I think, I think Travis, do you want to do any magic questions or just go to everyone's favorite segment? I mean, you tell me. Let's, let's, uh, let's do the everybody's favorite segment because uh, I'm excited about that one. All right, here we go. Everyone's favorite segment, the weekly dad joke. Time for the weekly dad joke. All right. Well, Luke, uh, you were forewarned uh, that such a thing would happen. Uh, not, not the bumper as much as you have to bring a dad joke with you. So you are the guest and we will uh, give you the first go at this week's weekly dad joke. Okay. Well, I appreciate the, uh, the opportunity. Um, and uh, all right. So here's my, here's my dad joke for the week. What did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? Supplies. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the Very nice. Humbug dad joke that's, of the that's week. That's it, man. I mean, yes. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to make that cheesier. I mean, that's just, <laughs> I mean, it was painful even just saying it, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Right. All right, Travis. That's what, we, that's what we that's what we strive for here on the print on demand cast is yeah. cheese and lots of it. Yeah, our <laughs> like we tell people all the time, and it's it is true that I think 90% of Travis and like 10% of Travis and I's text thread is like actual meaningful like conversation <laughs> or setting dates and times appointment, whatever. The other 90% is just dad, dad jokes. jokes. That's well, it perfect. So, it's true. Yeah, yeah it's, it's great. It's awesome. It's a great all way right. to communicate. You know, yeah, I think so. Travis, uh, why don't you uh bring the heat right. for for the pod cast okay so um 
Why was the rookie police officer assigned to hunt the cannibal? Well, the more seasoned officers had already been eaten. <laughs> That's so... Oh, I have so many questions. Yeah. <laughs> so many... Speaking, speaking of visual language, I have... I have things in my mind right now. Uh, You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for inviting me into that story. <laughs> yeah. That uh, one was the least terrible of the ones that you pitched before we pressed record, but yeah. nonetheless, it was, uh, that's terrible. Yeah. So, oh, all wow. right. Well, Luke, thanks so much, man, for, for taking time out of your schedule to, uh, to chat with us. And I, I really do think that this is going to be, so beneficial for, for those listening because I think mm -hmm. marketing and branding sometimes are one of those things that seems so like overwhelming to even right. think about how to effectively yeah. do it and yeah. having mm -hmm. these seven right. steps definitely makes it a lot more um, makes it easier to kind of figure out where to start or how to begin that journey so man thank you so much I think it's invaluable absolutely thanks for uh, having me on the show guys and uh, hopefully yeah. I was able to add some value to the podcast. For sure, man. For you sure. sure will. Sure, We've been talking about this day for a long time. We keep going, <laughs> you know, we need to get Luke on because something will come up about marketing or something. We're like, we really yeah. need to get that guy on. So we're really you glad know, to have you. It would be you. a great segment. We should do a segment sometime, just a standard segment of, you know, play play a random commercial and see if you can name name the name the brand or whatever yeah that is an excellent idea i like i like that idea quite a bit and we can do remotely so maybe we you know cigars and whiskey or somewhere and, and watch some good old yeah. fashioned good, good commercials and see what happens. yeah or just review commercials i <laughs> i would love to do that just yeah. play a commercial and we'll just we'll just take it apart and find out what they're trying to do I mean, yes. that would just be like bonus episode bonus. Yeah, episode. that's yeah, that's incredible. We, we will make that happen. So, <laughs> all right, man. Thanks, Luke. We'll talk soon. Yeah, guys. We want to thank Luke again for coming on to the show. Finally, we've referenced it a lot in that interview, but we had wanted to come wanted him to come on the show for for right. quite a long time. And I think now you, those of you listening understand why is because it's such a wealth of knowledge and such a yeah. cool approach to marketing and, and and to branding um so i mean travis what are what's one th i mean i know there's a lot but what's one thing that you would say you know definitely stuck out to you um as as he was kind of going through the, the process well one thing i thought about while you were kind of wrapping everything up um and i actually told you guys about it afterwards i th i think one of the reasons that people kind of don't engage in marketing. I mean, obviously if you're a big company, you know, you have to, there's a marketing yeah. budget, all that. I think for small business owners um, and smaller businesses, the reason they don't really invest in a lot of this stuff is because they know it's important. They just don't know how to do it and they don't want to spend all the time that yeah. it's going to take to write these emails and to redo their site and all this stuff. If, if they're going to do it wrong, <laughs> You know, and, and what I love about the story brand methodology is that it actually gives you that roadmap and you know that if you do it like this, you're tapping into something that is so 
it's like the core of our humanity is primitive in a way. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's, and, yeah. and so, you know, you're doing it right. And so you can trust in that process that, and that's what I really appreciated about, um, you know, the seven elements and just that whole thing. And, and he kept, he kept talking about it. Um, it, that, that rabbit hole goes even deeper. It's not just the seven elements and you're done. I mean, it's all yeah. of what yeah. those seven elements kind of bring out, uh, you know, in your marketing and, and how you best utilize them. And, uh, it's really fascinating. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. And I think I really do like the idea. I mean, we talk about bonus episodes all the time, but that episode idea that he said, let's watch a commercial and dissect it and mm -hmm. see how they're using those seven elements or which one they're focusing on the most. Because again, again, there's probably a lot of, like you said, sub points to each of those main seven elements that you can dive deeper into um and i thought one thing that he said that was interesting to me is that people will will oftentimes choose the clear um the the clear answer more than the creative where people a right. lot of the times i know what in in my thinking when it comes to marketing when it comes to branding you want to do the creative thing to try and stand out but oftentimes if you get too creative you lose the concise nature that you need to have that will actually make the person pull the trigger and go with whatever service you're offering. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, this is one that I would say for sure, folks, you're going to need to listen to again. Yeah. Um, Cause there'll be something that he says that you'll latch onto and then you'll be, your mind will just start going and thinking about what you can do with that one element and you'll miss the next three elements and you're going to need to rewind, hit that rewind button uh, mm -hmm. and, and kind of take this in, in bite-sized pieces. But I mean, overall, um, I would agree with you. One of my favorite episodes, uh, and I think it's going to be so incredibly beneficial for for those. Yeah, listening. yeah, I'm excited. Um, a little peek under the curtain for the print on demand cast. We're actually redesigning our site right now. Yeah, and uh, I'm excited to send Luke the link and say, "All right, rip it apart." You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and see kind of what he comes up with. But um, yeah, uh, super super fun having him on. Uh, he's a great guy. He's really great friend yeah. and uh, obviously incredibly well-spoken and really knows a lot about, you know, uh, word crafting and, and, yeah. and obviously this, the whole story brand concept and how to best use words to yeah. convey yeah. what you actually need to convey, not what you necessarily want to convey, but what you need to convey in order to uh, get that sale or, or, create that relationship with that customer or that potential customer. Um, yeah. Very, very happy we had Luke on and we're yeah. going to do it again. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Cause again, there's, there's lots of, lots of things that, that, that you can dive into there. So um, we want to thank you guys for enduring with us. Uh, this episode <laughs> was a little more lengthy than, than most I would assume. Uh, even though, uh, you know, Travis and I tend to be long winded as well, but this one, this episode is wasn't our fault. It wasn't our fault. It was, it was Luke's fault. <laughs> yeah. And it was way more informative than if Travis and I were just you know, totally 100%. So, um, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. It's great to be back with you this week again. Uh, if you have any questions, there's a couple of ways you can reach out to Travis and myself. Of course, printonamancast.com slash Facebook. You can join the group, uh, join the conversation, the community. Uh, if you have a question for Luke, you can let us know. Is he, I, he, is he in our Facebook group? I don't know. He may I be. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let him know either way. If you have a question for him, um, yeah. 
you can submit it there and we can, you know, pass it along and, and get an answer to you. Or maybe we'll, you know, if there's a lot of them, we'll accumulate those Q and A's and bring them back on for a Q and A and just kind of fire those questions at them. Um, if you want to email us info at printerdemandcast.com is where you can get in touch with Travis and I, as well, if you're not a social media person, uh, printerdemandcast.com slash YouTube and slash Instagram is where you can find those respective platforms for the print on demand cast as well. And wherever you are listening to podcasts, the POD cast is there for you. And we would ask, uh, leave us a review. Uh, if you know what I noticed, I noticed on Spotify, speaking of reviews, that we actually have some reviews. We have 17 really? reviews huh. on Spotify. You can't leave Thanks, a guys. you can't leave a, you know a, a review in, in word form, but we're four and a half stars, and that's over 17 reviews. So four and a half out of five, over 17 reviews. Um, so you, you can do that on that platform. Or if you're on the podcast app through Apple, uh, you can leave us uh, an actual review with the star rating and let us know your favorite part of the show, uh, what, how you got to the show, what you're loving, your favorite dad joke, favorite guest, whatever it is. Uh, the reason we're asking you guys to do that, though, is it definitely helps um, bolster what we're trying to do here as we're trying mm-hmm. to build uh, Depend on Demand Cast as, as a brand, as a show, to get the information uh, out to the people that need it the most. And, and for that matter, if you have a second, hit the share button on your podcast app, share it, share this episode to, to Facebook, to Twitter, to Instagram, wherever you want to share it. If you know people that need to hear this insight uh, that Luke brought to this show, uh, hit that share button as well. Um, and we'll be very, very thankful uh, that you did. So, Travis, anything else before we wrap it up and uh, send it home? I don't think so. I think uh, we've gone long enough. (laughs) You are not wrong. So uh, thank you guys again for Travis. I'm Josiah. We'll see you next time right here on the Print on Demand cast. See ya. Hey, babe. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Print on Demand cast. We hope you enjoyed the Totally Tubular Show. If you've got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at printondemandcast.com. Want to be wicked nice? Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next time for sure.